Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Hi, right, 12.07. Welcome back. We're about to get Scott Hastings on. Joe Klein's here, too. I mean, not that he's a slouch, but um, Scott was calling the game last night with the Denver Nuggets broadcast team. He's on TV, Joe. Is that right? I don't. I saw him last. I, I think he works for Altitude. Yeah. And but that's th- TV or radio. I think that's TV. So I don't know if he was working the finals uh, because. Uh, oh, because of the national so broadcast he, and all I think that. He might be doing some post game and stuff like that. But I saw him uh, in his as uh, Murray was walking off the floor. He had on his uh, Nuggets. Uh, I, didn't, I couldn't see the number he had on, but he gave Murray a handshake. I, he probably was wearing his old number. But we did find out what today's special is at Corky's. What was it? It's a dollar off wraps. And oh, wraps. Gwen, Gwen has some information that I didn't Graham know does. about. Graham, help him out. Graham, Gwen, Gwen the intern. <laughs> um, also, this week, if you go into Corky's and you get a $25 gift card, you get an additional $10 on Corky's. So Wait a $35. So I spend twenty five. You give me thirty five. Yes, if you get twenty five dollar gift card, you get an additional ten dollars, so oh, thirty five. Oh hell, I didn't know it was that. So wait a minute. So if what don't, if I what don't, if, don't read that? What anymore. if I do fifty? <laughs> if I spend fifty, I get seventy. Uh, uh, sounds like it. Why in the world? <laughs> why would y'all do that, Joe? Well, she said we had a Father's Day special, and I said well, I'll let you read it on the air, but I should I should have read it first. So we're giving away ten dollars, huh? On twenty five. Yeah, we got. It. Oh, sounds like I'm gonna get a gift from me We're to me. We're gonna have to have a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> this may be the last week Corky's is in business. Joe just put himself right out of it. So great job. Oh, okay. Graham, uh, Graham Gwen. What do you go there, Withrow? Hey, listen. Um, listen. Let me put my little. List. I make notes on my little rundown here. Go to Corky's. Screw Joe. Is that, is that this year? I mean, what is it? Yeah, that's got to be good through Father's Day, right? Yeah. Is that good through Father's Day? It says this week. Yeah, this week. Okay, sorry, Joe. Can't get out of it now. It's been on the radio. Oh, Makes man. it official. Did you doing? hear Jokic? What are we doing? Did you hear Jokic yesterday? He was I so excited it. about winning. So excited about winning. <laughs> but so mad that he had to stick around for, for two days for the parade. <laughs> and if you're looking forward to a parade coming up in Denver. Venice parade. Venice parade. Thursday. No. <laughs> I need to go home. I a... Okay. I got horses. Uh... Next. Pretty bent out of shape about the whole thing. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Uh, I don't know if Scott Hastings is giving anything away, but Joe Klein certainly is. Scott, if you're going to come back to Arkansas anytime soon, this is the week, apparently. You can spend 25 bucks and get $35 at Corky's Barbecue. That is a deal. Well, the problem is I've done that before, but then I find myself in an assembly line fixing holes of coleslaw to give away so he can uh, yeah, we cater a, to some giant event. Yeah, we had a big uh, catering. First here. time I ate at Corky's, I'm in their kitchen basically preparing coleslaw uh, for his catering for like a 500-person thing. Yeah. Uh, we were a little, a little short. Hey, Short-handed, so we found a tall guy. To Everybody's got to pitch in. Uh, well, listen, congratulations as a guy connected to the Nuggets, former Nugget, and a guy who works with the, the team now. Um, just, I mean, give me kind of last night. How how did it feel? What was it like? I mean, it was a hell of a game. Yeah, um, probably it's an ugly game in the sense that, um, I mean, Denver is Denver's first time. Probably there was a 
whole bunch of first timers in Miami. You don't want to get, you know, slugged out either, right? You don't want to just get hammered and beat. Um, and so the shooting was horrible. I mean, absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but Denver defensively kind of stayed up better and played just a little bit better. And, uh, you know, you got the joker. Somebody, somebody said one time a couple of years ago, might have been when Cleveland upset Golden State came back from 3-1. to one. Uh, It's tough for a game seven. You got to look at a game seven, who's the best player on the floor. Well, that was LeBron James. Even with Steph Curry at that time, that was still LeBron James then. Um, in a game that's close, and it turns out to be a closeout game, same thing. Jimmy Butler's had a had a heck of a, a run, but the best player on the floor, really, this whole series was Nikola Jokic, and uh, you know he showed it. Everybody else is nervous. Everybody else is scared, and he misses he misses four shots, and four shots. Um, he misses four shots, and one of them was a heave at halftime from three quarter court. Hmm. Yeah, it was a it was a, that was impressive because everybody else was so bad. I, I did look up a stat though last night. Both teams shot pretty poorly from outside. Denver was awful, but they shot fifty nine percent from two, and Miami shot thirty nine percent from two. So when they took shots from inside the arc, they were far more efficient. Yeah, that that defense did what was pretty good. Everybody. Listen, there's a whole bunch of hat people. Joe knows this. A whole lot of people got opinions on a whole lot of crap. They never get they never get around to kind of see exactly what's going on. Um, in Denver, starting about middle of December, right before they kind of took the lead in the Western Conference, their defense was a top five defense in in the NBA statistically. Well, if you want to watch these statistics, uh, and they carried it all the way to about. 15 games left in the season, 12, and they're they're going to win the West. And they shut it down. There was games, you know, these, these three guys missed, these three guys missed, lost a little continuity, defense got kind of goofy. But it was kind of funny. I said, you know, in the last 15 games, I, and I do a radio show here in Denver, people are freaking out. Oh, my God, what happened to this team that we thought had a chance to win in, in February? What's going on? And I'm going, you know, they're losing this, and they're giving up 130 to this. I go, I said, yeah, that's true. But when Memphis came in town, which was number two in the West, they beat them by, uh, beat them by 20. When Boston came in town uh, during that run, they beat them by 20. When, when Philly came in uh, the last three minutes, they had a bunch of threes. But they were up 25 until all the scrubs came in. Then the scrubs started hitting three. Um, Milwaukee came in. You beat Milwaukee. I mean, crushed Milwaukee. Well, those are, those are you know, in everybody else's opinion, four of the best teams in the league in the stretch of when you really didn't care, but you knew how to turn it on. And right then I was like, and seriously, we're going to playoffs. The dudes are freaking out. And I'm going, oh, dude, you just ain't been watching right. I mean, hmm. when they needed to do this. And so they've had some ability to do it. And then, you know, throw this on time. But listen, go play with Michael. Um you can say all oh, this about your team, your team real good, blah, 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 blah. But you got Michael. Things should be okay. And that, that's the way Denver is with Nicola. You got Nicola. Things going to be okay. So you've been part of the broadcast on uh, covering Denver's football championship in the past. How would you compare what happened last night and the attention around the Nuggets versus the, the Broncos back in the day? 
Um, it was unbelievable. Um, this franchise in, in, in Denver, the second oldest franchise, the Broncos, the oldest, have been here since 1960. Uh, the Nuggets slash Rockets then uh, came into existence in 1967. And so, and there's facilities they played in, the Coliseum, that's still standing and holds events in today. Um, and it, it kind of ingrained itself. So it was the, you know, forgotten child, if you will, um, the, the prodigal son, better yet, that kind of wandered the wilderness and spent all the money and everything else and, and kind of really kind of coming back to the city begging, hey, we're, we're pretty good too. And then, hmm. then you lose a regional uh, a TV contract with, with Comcast, uh, which was brutal. And, and so, you know, over half the homes, you know, can't, can't get them unless they were willing to switch service or, as, you know, people do, at least I'm told, they, um, um, uh, you know, pirate pirate signals or something. I, I don't know. You know, I always thought that was ours, ours. Just, <laughs> they, they, they steal signals or something. Um, and so a lot of, you know, a lot of people miss what's been going on. But, um, dude, I'm telling you, and, and Joe, you and I have been boys for a long time, and I, you know, we'll bust each other's balls, but we usually don't blow smoke when it comes to truth. Joker's as good as I've ever oh. seen. I mean, and I've seen Magic and Bird and, and, and Jordan and, you know, LeBron, I've called him Shaq, Kobe. I mean, these are elite players. Um, just like when you guys opened. Yeah, it's nice. It's really nice. But that means we get to go home now. <laughs> he plays basketball because he loves basketball, but he loves his family more. He he said, uh, I think one time in the post-conference, I need to take two weeks before I think about winning the championship next year. He said, I need to, I need to take time to be a dad and a husband. I, I need team time off to do them. They've, mm. you know, they've given me everything. And we probably have heard that people say similar stuff. I promise you, ain't no one more sincere than him when he says that. So we were talking about putting him in perspective, and you just kind of alluded to it. I mean, do we start talking about him as the, an all-time great? I mean, Christian was outlining all the – I mean, he's basically had just about every accolade you could have in the early parts here of his career. He's got a long way to go. If he can keep it up for another five or ten years, are we talking about him as a top five he, guy? But, hey, before you get into that, Scott, he's the type of dude – I mean, I hope not, but in five years he might – he might say, "Hey, peace out. I'm going to go raise horses." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he got like, I mean, is that something you ever feel from him? Um, I haven't necessarily feel felt it. Like, the wife is showing me something like I'm supposed to read it without cheaters. <laughs> oh, I about said on there, "Hold this back a lot further." Um, you know, I don't know, Joe. I think that's a good question, and you know, something we've, we've talked about on our, on our radio shows and everything else. He ain't the guy that wants to be, uh, uh, you know, yeah. Kevin Willis or you know, the yeah. human. Who was the cat that just retired? Got Vince Vince, Vince Carter. Uh, Carter. He ain't gonna play twenty twenty one years. He ain't yeah. gonna be a Adonis Haslam and just sit on the bench and be a has been. Um, he ain't going to do that. Um, I'd like to see him get one more contract out of him, but 
Yeah. Uh, I think that would put him at 35. But I'll be honest with you, Joe. <laughs> that, that ain't no guarantee on that either. Yeah. And, and let's be honest. I mean, I mean, the money's always been good. The money's always been better than, you know, than than sitting there and, and digging ditches, as my my dad always said. Um, but now the money's stupid. Yeah. You know, yeah. If, if he plays, he's like. He's got a chance if he wants to, you know, possibly in, in two years sign another Supermax. He'll have two Supermaxes mm. in his deal. Mm. I mean, and when you've got two Supermaxes in your deal. Um, a lot of it's horses. It's funny, I'm sorry about that. I, I was just, I was speaking <laughs> into my coffee and I had you guys down to my side. Um, How late were you up celebrating this? <laughs> I wasn't up late and I didn't celebrate. Uh, uh, I quit drinking in January. I got handed a couple pops didn't get any champagne because you know what joe here's here's i'm gonna tell you something happened to me last night and i was trying to explain it to the fam um it was great and exciting had a tear in my eyes doing the radio broadcast you get emotional because you know what guys have been through i got a little emotional when i saw uh jamal afterwards because you know this guy you know killed him for a year just rehabbing um so he could be at that moment um but then I got there, and I'm seeing all these, and I say this properly, and I say this on the radio airwaves of, of Arkansas because they probably won't listen here. You got all these slugs that are, that are soaking wet and hair dripping uh, down from champagne and, and sitting there grabbing the, the trophy and taking pictures, and I'm like, nah. I, I said, nah. So I went in there, witnessed a little bit. I did an interview with the owner, and when no one was looking, Joe, I slipped out because I'd seen everything. I got to congratulate the people that meant something to me. Uh, It was wonderful. There's going to be more stuff coming up, parades and and other stuff. Um, But but that ain't me. That's supposed to be for the team. And it, you know, it bothered me to see some of the people celebrating like they did something. Mm -hmm. I I broadcasted every game in Nicole Jokic's career. I didn't deserve to be in that in that brought I didn't deserve to be in that celebration. It's kind that of like, mine. yeah, it's kind fair. of like, it's kind of like when in the Bulls locker room when Carmen Electra was in there, we all thought she should leave until they poured uh, champagne on her T-shirt and then we we let her stay. <laughs> <laughs> She's never been called a slug, I don't think. Hold, that was a whole deep. <laughs> talking to Scott Hastings on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. We're just uh, tuning in, and Joe Klein here in the studio hanging out with us a little bit. So, you know, it's funny, Scott, it, and this to me, you know, again, it's just the way of the world now. But, I mean, after the game and today on TV, people are like, okay, is it going to be a dynasty? Are they going to repeat? I mean, even their head coach is talking about, well, we don't want to win just one. I mean, it sucks that I, I feel like you guys just – you can't just savor it, especially something that's historic like what happened last night. But – as long as we're talking about it, you know, with with all the guys, you have basically everybody coming back next year. You got to think that this team will have a good chance to do it again. Uh, yeah. I mean, Nicola's twenty eight, uh, Gordon twenty seven. I think Jamal's twenty six. Michael Porter's twenty four. You got Christian Brown, who I thought was fantastic last night, uh, in a perfect little helper role. Uh, he's, you know, he's. He's a rookie, right? He's probably 22, 23. He's got a kid named Peyton Watson that they drafted out of uh, UCLA. So I think he's really going to 
got a chance to be kind of a long, lanky, not afraid to get out and play defense, knock a shot down guy uh, who spent most time in the G League. But I think he's got a chance. He's 19, so it depends. you got KCP signed under for another year. You'll get him. Bruce Brown will be the biggest question mark uh, because Bruce Brown, who I thought was not only fantastic all year, just awesome in the in the postseason. Um, and Joe will tell you this. I mean, and I say only with a twinkle in my eye, he's only making $6 million a year. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, uh, so I don't know. They could have a run, but listen, you know, there's a lot of good franchises in, in, the, in the NBA and a whole lot of people are going to say, you know, Oh dear! <laughs> hey. They think they got something going too, and they want to have something going also. Scott, you said you mentioned you get a chance to talk to Stan Kroenke last night, and this guy has won now an NBA title, Super Bowl titles, Avalanche won MLS title. I mean, he is. I mean, he's basically set the bar for ownership. What do you think it is that he does? What what is it? What's been successful for him, in your opinion, that has worked so well with these various organizations? Well, I think one of the biggest things. I think one of the biggest things is he lets people work. Uh, he's not an owner, and I, I can't say – I can just say for the stuff here in Denver, the Avalanche, the Nuggets, and, and uh, you know, the Rapids, they have an MLS team and an LLS uh, lacrosse team that won a championship last year also, lost in the last game of the finals this year. Um, he hires people to do their jobs and allows them to do their jobs. You know, he, he's, he doesn't overmanage it. He doesn't micromanage it. He wants updates. He wants, you know, keep us in the loop. If you're going to trade anything, you know, I've talked to you know, two or three different show managers, and they'll say, listen, you know, we want to go to the budget. We say, Dan, here's what we're going to do. And he says, well, tell me why. Tell me why you think this will work. And then he listens, and then he'll make a decision. He's probably said no a whole bunch, as, as every owner should say. But he, he doesn't sit there and go, you know, he's not calling in and go, hey, we need to do this. Hey, we need to trade this. So, hey, we need – he ain't like that. He, he hires guys, and this is a rarity in this world now. He hires guys to do a job, and then he allows them the attempt of doing said job until he doesn't think they can do it anymore. And then he's not afraid to say bye-bye. He he, he let a general manager, uh, Masai Ujiri, go to Toronto the year he won general manager of the year. And he goes on to win a, a championship up in Toronto. He's a great, he was a great, great general manager. First first great general manager we had since I, I was around. Um, but they let him go. They're going to pay him a lot more money than they, than they kind of had budgeted for and wanted to pay. And, and they're still buddies. They gave him his blessing. Um, George Carl, you know, wins coach of the year. They win 56 games. They get, you know, Gallinari pairs me up for the end of the season. And, you know, it's going to be maybe a tough year or so. And, and he starts putting demands. I want to pay. It, it, it just starts making a lot of noise. And, and in his mind was, okay, I either need to extend him or fire him. I don't like the noise you're making in the papers, in the in the media. You're fired. So, <laughs> I, I, it, which, hey, Joe, 
right? You you run a business. Sometimes you got to be that hardcore, you know. And I I I listen. I got an affirmity to him. The only bad thing about uh, uh, the Crockies, and I love. I I did an interview with Josh on the radio, the son who played at Missouri, um, a couple weeks ago, and then I I got to sit there with Stan last night. And I asked him the same question. Here was the question, and Joe will get it. I go. How does a couple of Missouri guys feel about having to cheer for some Kansas guy that's playing outstanding for your basketball team? And, and, and those in our area, it'd be like people talking from Missouri, Kansas, is like talking Auburn, Alabama. Oh, yeah. Arkansas, Texas, right? They don't like each other. Mm-hmm. Their, their history goes back to the Civil mm. War. There's some old guys starting fires on either side of the board. They don't like each other. Um, but it, it, you know, I don't. I, I think he's a great guy. I, I think you know a lot of rich guys. Some deserved uh, get maligned, um, but I'll have his back for a while because listen, we just got out of pandemic. Uh, he runs the TV network. Uh, we got Comcast issues where they dropped our carrier um, fees, and a lot of people, you know attack the individual and not attack the corporation that made record profits. And all through the pandemic and all through this, this closure or losing revenue from this uh, Comcast thing, he has not laid off one person. Um, and he's, he's absorbed the cost. <clears throat> and you guys know this too. There ain't a whole lot of dudes that would do that. So he, he, he got my loyalty because um, he took care of people when I think this world is getting closer and closer to a place of, you know, take care of my own, and then all the rest of you go, you know, take a flying leap. So, last thing here, do you think they'll let Jokic use the jet to get home in time for horse racing on Friday? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He's probably packing up a whole lot of people. Um that's a great question, man. Because if I if I'm everybody, I do it. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> I say, I say, be the drunk thing, be hammered, do all your stuff. Heck, and even even hey, you want to leave Thursday night late? We got you. Yeah. You know, you got to go across all the way. You know, in Europe anyway. Um, but I hope they do. That yeah. that would be kind of funny. But when I, when I, I mean, I usually hate kids up on the podium. Once again, it comes from my OG, uh, um, and I know family sacrifice. Don't take that out, of but that's time for the guys. I need to be hugging my guys and, and slapping my guys, and have little kids run around up there. You know, kind of bothered me with the trend I feel Golden State started a few years ago. But that picture of him with his daughter, I guarantee you, when he retires, oh. and he has say he has an office, that picture will be up on his office wall probably first. Well, my my wife is a casual fan nowadays, but after that, Jokic is her favorite player. Mm-hmm. She she he's the man <clears throat> after that last night. She was like, you know, look at that baby. Look. And I was like, Dana, they just won the championship. I don't care. Look at the confetti she's holding. <laughs> <laughs> and the little, and the little girl was trying to catch the confetti yeah, while yeah. that and oh, the her. Yeah. You know? And you see how quick he put the MVP trophy oh, down. Yeah. You see how left long it. he, he, he left her. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it would not surprise me. 
Scott, thank you so much for the time. I appreciate it very much. We all do. And uh, you guys enjoy it out there. Hey, Scott, I got one thing hey. for you uh, before yeah. you go. I was watching the game last night. I was drinking a beer. And I couldn't finish it. You know why? Why? Cat stepped in it. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. Those are always great for all of us. Thanks, Joe. All right, we'll, we'll hit the break so I can hear that, what that's about. Can't wait. Thank you, Greg Solman's brother. Yes, yes. <laughs> See you, Bernie. Thanks, Scott. See you guys. All right, take care. Enjoy it. Appreciate it. Scott Hastings.